Live in our studio this morning, Tisa McGee, David Smiley, Mark Caputo, and we're talking politics now in the governor's race. And David, on Thursday or Friday, rather, uh, you and I and a lot of other media were in Plantation where Andrew Gillum stopped by a field office. And there were, what, 25, 30 women there from Moms for Action demanding sensible gun control. Uh, and I've got to say, um, he gets people excited. Uh, he is charismatic. Uh, he takes a minute with people uh, for those 15, 20 seconds when he is in the view of, you know, a constituent. He makes them feel important. He has a knack, which I haven't seen maybe since uh, Charlie Crist. Yeah, he was always uh, the most exciting Democratic candidate in the primary for that race. Um, you know, he has... Uh, he, he seems to genuinely like campaigning and mm -hmm. connecting with people, and he does get Democrats excited. Uh, the party in Florida is excited all the way down the ballot. They feel like he is going to turn out unlikely voters uh, for down-ballot uh, candidates, for Bill Nelson, that he's going to excite the base. Uh, I think there's just a little trepidation about what they don't know maybe about him because he didn't necessarily get the extreme vetting that the front runners got in that exactly, race. Exactly. Well, you know what is so interesting about this race is like right from the get-go, it was the narrative was framed by both sides. So, I mean, if you really dig deep, it sounds like we have the socialist versus the racist running. and. I don't think either men are either of those. Welcome to 2018. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we reported last week that Ron DeSantis had a, a donor who had also run a pro-Israel uh, foundation or was associated with one and put on a gala at Mar-a-Lago and invited Ron DeSantis there to speak. And it turned out just on September 8th, he was uh, tweeting this donor about President Obama and said, F the Muslim N-word. Mm -hmm. And this was part of a, a stream of racial or racist related commentaries or issues that have nagged at DeSantis's campaign or DeSantis himself. And that really underscores the race issue that we're seeing in the race. Gillum is the first African-American Florida Democratic Party nominee for governor. That's remarkable. But, but isn't there a question to be asked about who's who's making who's connecting those dots what what really is, is there a connection there and i think i mean i've i've heard ron DeSantis answer some of this and not all of it recently but he, he, it's got nothing to do with him it's people mm. around him framing him well that's a good question so on friday we asked andrew gillum okay well do, you know your supporters are saying do you think ron DeSantis is a racist he ducked that question but he said why are so many racists supporting Ron DeSantis? And one of the fundamental well, problems... the same question be asked about his running mate, who's had his own tweets and anti-Semitic moments? Yeah, I don't know about his own tweets. You're talking about Chris King? Mm -hmm. uh, when, when he was in college, I, I think he, he made some references that could be construed as anti-Jewish. The point being, yeah. I mean, is this... Pe people are just kind of throwing labels up at, and sort of not talking about the issues. Well, that's true. But remember, DeSantis's campaign, and Jeanette Nunez, who was just here, I don't want to mangle it, I don't speak Spanish, but she had used a phrase in describing Andrew Gillum as a socialist and said, show me who you walk with and I'll tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. And now the Democrats are using that same paradigm against DeSantis. Say, okay, you say a person should be ju judged by his associates, here you go. Yeah. Well, on that score, in fact, let's turn to the fact that Andrew Gillum went to a fundraiser uh, on Friday morning, Tisa and David and Mark, with uh, Broward Sheriff Scott uh, uh, Israel. Thank you very much, Scott Israel, uh, who has been seen as toxic since the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting, right. and he 
didn't exactly endorse Israel, but he said, I accept support from whoever is trying to work for a better community. It was kind of a vague uh, answer, and yet he did not distance himself from Scott Israel. So I think that he is um, trying to make sure that he's inclusive of everyone. I think that, that that idea of him being a socialist, though, I'm really appalled by that. Um, the fact that if you want better health care and if you want you know uh, better uh, um, salaries for teachers and things like that, it makes you a socialist. It. it you, you know disturbing. where I think that came from, David, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that came from that debate in Jacksonville where he was flat out asked, and, are you a socialist or a capitalist, I mm -hmm. think was the question, and, and he, respectfully, he really did not say, I'm a capitalist. He well, never answered that question. It's also his, yeah. uh, him bringing Bernie Sanders to Florida to campaign yeah. with him, mm -hmm. which, which helps open that door. Obviously, he was a Hillary Clinton delegate. Um, but he, he, to your point, he um, been jealous in Maryland, uh, used an expletive when someone asked him if he was a socialist. Mm -hmm. Andrew Gillum has been much softer in, in distancing himself from socialists, seems to not want to really hammer um, uh, against uh, for, uh, people on the far left of the party to make sure he doesn't uh, turn them off. Uh, on Scott Israel, um, if you compare uh, Gillum's comments on Scott Israel uh, to his uh, adamant support for Robert Runsey, who's also taken a lot of right. criticism over uh, mm -hmm. uh, issues related to the Parkland shooting. He was very unapologetically behind Robert Runsey, has appeared right. with him in public to support him explicitly. With Scott Israel, he I think he knows that's a little more, to more toxic right. and has very softly on Friday tried right. to... Uh, accept his support without right. embracing him. Right, and on Friday afternoon, I saw Ron DeSantis in Boca Raton at a Jewish day school, and he said, yeah, I wouldn't hang out with Scott Israel, and if I had been governor, I would have fired him. I mean, he has been unequivocal on his judgment, which is pretty harsh. Criticizing Rick Scott for, for not doing more to, to come down on him. Yeah, ex exactly. Uh, All right, everybody, hold your thoughts. We'll be back. More roundtable in just a minute. We are in the midst of the roundtable, and at this point, let's move on to the Senate race, ever interesting. And Mark, uh, the polls show that it is basically a dead heat between Bill Nelson and Governor Scott. Governor Scott, as you reported on the Politico Daybook uh, playbook, um, did not begin his week so well with his bus tour because he was had demonstrators in Venice, and then he called off an event in Naples because people are angry about red tide. So. Not exactly a great week beginning, although it ended pretty well in Puerto Rico. Right. The problem that Scott had on his bus tour is that he got caught flying around on his plane on his bus tour. <laughs> and You mean it's a photo op, really? Bus it, tours aren't really it bus tours? It sounds like it. Well, the Republicans in Missouri, had, or Missouri, depending on where you're from, right, yeah. had... Missouri, uh, I am from, but... ...had attacked Claire McCaskill, the Democratic senator, for doing just that, yeah. for flying around on a bus tour. And then, well, it turns out they're marquee nominee in their biggest Senate race in Florida did the same thing. The other thing that Scott is experiencing is a little bit of incumbent karma, is that he's actually signed bills and has a record. So he signed a beach access bill that's limited right. beach access in, in Walton County. Well, he got protested there at a donut shop. So it, it was the first stop of his bus tour, and he <laughs> skipped it because yeah. there were demonstrators there. And then he ran into these other demonstrators and the right. like. So That's something that didn't get a lot of play in South Florida. That's, that's sort of a local. The beach access, I guess, it's a statewide law, but it right. doesn't really affect people in South Florida Walton like County they has, do in Walton County. Yeah, Walton County yeah. has like, they basically have different property lines, yeah. essentially, right. where there's not really They also have Mike beaches. Huckabee, I believe, up there, yeah, too. Right. Correct, and he was the one who advocated for essentially right. the uh, closing of beach access that people right. used to have. Mr. Mr. Populist, 
Um, Tisa, when you look at the Senate race, what are you seeing? I mean, it's it's just so close. Yeah, I think it's it's a very tight race, and I think that the people are um, not getting enough attention in terms of from each of them. I think Scott is out there, but I want to see more of Nelson um, doing more for the community again. The last time we were here, he didn't have as much of um, right. that time. So, yeah, you know, if, if we excuse me, if, if we could on Thursday of this week, Bill Nelson was at the Barincon Health Clinic, a really terrific place mm -hmm. in Miami. And there had been a letter to the editor of the Herald that day saying, Bill, toughen up, get going. And I read him the letter, and let's see this if we can, and his response. Today's Miami Herald is a letter. Let me read it just briefly. It's time for Senator Bill Nelson to stop being Mr. Nice Guy and put the gloves on. Needs to sound like a contender. Get onto the business of winning the election. All Rick Scott does is find fault with him. Time for Nelson to be aggressive. Let's hear some positive things the Democrat will be doing when we take over Congress. Come on, Bill, fight. That's from Phyllis Kaplan of Pembroke Pines. What do you say to folks? Well, the fact is that I have been fighting. Uh, people don't necessarily see that because of not being on the air. Uh, and of course, I'm always gonna try to conduct myself as a gentleman. Can you be a gentleman in this race and well, still win? I mean, he hit the nail on the head of his own problem. It's like yeah. voters are saying where I are. He's like, well, people, you know, might not see me. Well, that's your fault, right? right? I mean, in the end, campaigns for governor and for Senate and for president, these are marketing campaigns. Right. You gotta go out there and sell yourself. Right. And Bill Nelson is doing an atrociously bad job at that. Well, it's kind of like a theme on, you know, 18 years in the Senate and, and uh, you know, what is his marquee accomplishment? Uh, people know right. he's been to outer space, but what else do they know about Bill Nelson? What else do they know about what he's done? He has to sell himself and promote himself, and to some extent, it feels like the Democratic Party is dragging him along on the campaign Gillen trail. Gillum is dragging him along. Yeah, Gillum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Well, if we could, the Sun Sentinel today has a very strong endorsement of Bill Nelson and really kind of a brutal assessment of Rick Scott. If we could put up <clears throat> just a little bit of what the Sun Sentinel says in the editorial, there are three reasons why Florida should elect you as Senator Bill Nelson. He's earned it, Rick Scott hasn't, and this is no time to send another Republican to President Trump's see no evil clack in Congress. Well, it's putting it out there. I just think using the word clack in clack. an editorial yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Tisa, weigh in on this. Well, th I think that, that that's the reason why I just said, I feel like he needs to be out there more, he needs to be showing himself, and then you know, uh, voters will have that responsiveness to his experience and to the strength that he brings to the position, but he's got he's to be the one that's the one to do yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, uh, David, I, let me just say, uh, as a representative of the Miami Herald, Herald has done some terrific reporting this week on the one year anniversary of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, and you know, for the good of Senator, uh, of Governor Scott, I thought it was a good thing that he went to San Juan on Friday and appeared and marked that occasion. I think, uh, of course, he's trying to get Puerto Rican votes. Is that gonna help? Uh, it seems like it's helping. Uh, he has made very uh, conscious and overt efforts to court the Puerto Rican vote. Uh, he has gone, what, eight times now uh, yes. to the island? Uh, and polling numbers suggest that while Donald Trump is very unpopular in Puerto Rico, Rick Scott is doing a good job right. in, in incurring favor uh, with the community and showing them that he cares. 
Uh, as governor, uh, after the hurricane, he was able to establish the sort of welcoming Housing. Uh, centers. I'm going to have to interrupt you. I'm afraid we are out of time. To all of you, thanks for coming in. Great roundtable.